This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I'm ready. Are you? Are you sure? <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Upside down. Is it upside down? <laughs> yeah. Why is it doing <laughs> There we go. Hi guys, this is Chris Lyons. I'm Daryl Sabon. Marcus Hudgay. Dev Lucas. I'm Glenn Lovens. I'm Daniel Pudil. And I love listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Uh, in a bit to talk about something a bit more positive, seeing as though this season has been, well, quite frankly, shite, uh, we've decided to do another Best 11. Now, if you've read the title, you'll know uh, what this Best 11 is going to be about. I mean, seeing as though Darren Moore is going to have to delve into the loan market next season, it got me and Jamie thinking, uh, who's the best players that we've had that have come on loan at Sheffield Wednesday? Now, I must admit, I, I did find it quite hard in a few positions. I've had to bend the rules slightly, even though technically there weren't any rules. But some people were asking if they could have a player in the team that then went on to sign permanently. I've had to say, yeah, because you'll, well, you'll see why in a, in a bit. Uh, I mean, so first of all, Jamie, how are you, mate? You're right, uh, and congrats on your uh, on your new job as well. Thanks a lot, Mucker. Um, for anyone listening, actually, I'll mention it now. So it's just a Callum Island vineyard at Callum Island. It's a right, right good little new place. It opens properly next Monday. So yeah, anyone fancies a pint, give me a message. Um, well, it's not pint, it's just wine. But yeah, as for that, you've just read that intro out, and it's just made me completely change what I'm going to do because I've seen it on Facebook and things like this. And I have not included anybody. So, for example, people like Iofa, Windass, um, Hunt, right back who came, Hutchinson, Antonio, Daniel Padil, people. I haven't put any of them in my squad for the simple fact I didn't want to use somebody that had come on loan and then and then stayed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so I thought I'd yeah. do a bit different. So I thought I'd do it because I'm, I'm guessing you have. I'm guessing you've put a few players in. I know a lot of people have said Antonio, but 90% of people, 99% of people said Antonio, but I've done it different to try and leave these players out just to get a bit of different, different view on it. So I'll have a different sort of team. Yes. I, well, leave, leave that as is, mate. Let's see what, let's see what you've got. Let's see what, let's see what I've got. Now, uh, I've gone for a 4-4-2. What have you gone for? I've gone for four keepers. And then <laughs> so I've gone, for, I've gone for three at back, three at centre back. And then like, and it's sort of a t- sort of what we got now. So I've gone for three at centre back, but then attacking wing back, attacking wing back on left and right, but really they're right and left mid. Then three in centre mid, and then three up front. Uh, okay, yeah, Sam. Let's see what you've 
let's see what we've got. Now, I want everyone to join in with this too as well. So if you want, pause it if you have to and tweet as your best 11. Uh, see if uh, see if any of them uh, match what me and you have uh, you have got. Our Twitter account, which you should all know now, to be honest, and you should all be following us. It's at WTIDpod. So yeah, get us uh, get us followed on socials and uh, and tweet as your your best eleven, and we'll see what you uh, see what you come up with. So we'll, yeah, let's just go, let's, let's get straight into it. Um, goalkeeper, who have you gone for? Goalkeeper. Am I going first? So goalkeeper, I think I think this is what everyone's put. I've seen a few people on internet and things like tweet Martinez and things like he weren't any good when he came on, though. Yeah, we've crapped. But it. anyway, we've gone with Carson. Made a massive impact in the month that he was there. Thought he was brilliant. Yeah, he was, he was fantastic, weren't he? I mean, when we signed him, I was like, Liverpool goalkeeper, come on. You know what I mean? Like, getting really excited like, that we'd signed, uh, signed like, a decent like, a decent goalkeeper for once, even though he'd done nothing before. Like, I just thought... If he comes from Liverpool, he must be he must be half half decent. I was looking as well. Nine games, we won five, drawn three, lost one, and he only conceded five goals in the nine games. It was absolutely class, weren't it? Would have been in Champions League now if we'd have kept him. <laughs> I, I wish. Um, I'm looking at all. He went to play hundred games for West Brom and Derby, and he played in Turkey and all. So he's well, but what offended it? Yeah, he did, he did well, didn't he? He did, he did well, and he had that spell. He played for England a bit. Yeah, and even more strange. Yeah, I don't know if he's just if he's still there now, but up until recently, he were on loan at Man City from Derby. Yeah, <laughs> like because he's going to be like thinking of like a Lee Grant and uh, Rob Green that ends the career and ends up being coaching staff and just wins loads of trophies. Yeah, yeah, something something like that. So yeah, I think well, I think there were a couple other goalkeepers. Nicky Weaver, you could have had uh, in goal. He were on loan, weren't he? Before he oh, yeah. before he signed for us. Good, good, good shout. Uh, another one that everyone kept mentioning, who I must admit, I totally forgot. Uh, who? Ian Turner. Yeah, he were all right. He weren't bad at all, him. He, he, can you remember him? Jones, who came from Liverpool, he was shite. Yeah, yeah. I know, but that Ian Turner, because I, I couldn't remember him, uh, from Everton. Um, he, he, I had a look as well, and he, he think something like, again, nine nine or ten games, and I think we'd, we didn't lose when he were in net. Yeah, he's, he's Scottish, isn't he? Well, I have no idea. I didn't even look. I didn't even look at that. I all I knew from Everton. I didn't even know who he were. I'm like, I just, I totally, totally forgot about him. <laughs> which, uh, which says, uh, says something. But yeah, he would. No wonder people, people mentioned him. He were, he were class as well. So go on then. Let's, uh, let's skip to. Uh, obviously, you've got three centre backs. So let's go centre back. I'll go first. Uh, Michael Hector can't discount. Yeah, Michael Hector. He were absolutely class for me. I, I were I were gutted that we didn't sign him on a on a permanent basis. I was no after that season, I was waiting for him to like for him to announce that he that he'd signed on a it, it were it was one of them weren't it where I can remember being at work and you're listening on radio deadline day you're thinking we're gonna sign him it was the same time I can remember we signed Massimo the same the same day when we were supposed we signed Massimo on that day and somebody else Massimo from Million or everywhere and somebody else but we're all waiting for that Hector signing and it didn't happen. I know yeah and then and he didn't even go anywhere, did he? He just, um, he, I think he was out, uh, out of a club for six months or so. Because he signed for Fulham, didn't he, in the end? But I just couldn't I just couldn't believe it, me. I mean, for me, like when Leuven's left, Leuven's left like a, a hole in that defence, didn't he? Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and I was looking as well. <clears throat> Can you remember who, so that's, Hector come in about, what, five or six games into that season. Can you remember who were partnering Tom Lees before Hector come in? No idea. Jordan Thornley. Oh, were it? 
See, you know what? I thought he would have been on to bigger and better things him. And then he's gone to Blackpool. He's, he's not even he's not progressing, not done no. And he looked good. Yeah, I know, but can you imagine if imagine if we'd have stayed with Jordan Thornley and Tom Lees at centre back? And I think, well, well, I'd to think he got that bad injury, didn't he, Thornley? That he like got knocked out or something, and then I, think, I don't think he, yeah. I don't think he played. Well, I think Hector coming after that, and then that were, that were it, weren't it? But yeah, I've had we Hector absolutely nailed on, definitely centre back. Go on, go give me another one of your centre backs, and I think it's the same as what one I've got. Well, I've got three as centre back, and so I've gone for Hector, and I'll tell you the, well, Danny Bat. Yeah, Danny Bart. Yeah, absolutely. Like I've I've gone for him as well. Um, yeah, he would he would class, weren't it? He? He, he would have solid, solid in that league going up from League One, weren't it? Solid. It was sort of him. You can remember it with him because he looked a bit like Medine, didn't he? They looked a bit similar body structure and all they said, but he yeah. were in centre back. He was up front. They were both young lads, and it was just a good little click in the whole thing with them two. Yeah, it was it was solid at Wednesday when he came. I can't. I, I forgot as well that he came at back end of that 2010-2011 season. Didn't he? he like played right right at the end, and then he then he came and like we signed him again, didn't it? Following season under under Megson. He did. Well, I'll it, tell you what. I'll tell you what, James. Should we announce it now? Perfect time to announce something. Let's do it a bit different, shall we? Well then. While, while we're talking about Danny Barton, our centre back, he's going to be one of our guests coming up in the next few weeks, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So so yeah, Danny Bart. Yeah, we'll be able to uh, be able to chat to chat to him. So if you've got any questions for him, then uh, then do. You know, uh, let us know, and we'll obviously put them put them to him. So yeah, Danny Barton, another another guest that we've guest that we've got. Um, go on then. But he's only thirty. He's still playing there. Is it Stoke? Yeah. So obviously we can ask him about uh, Fletcher. So we can ask him about when he went to obviously when when um, Fletcher's come to Stoke and stuff, and be a bit cheeky under it and sort of say things like him. Um, so what did Fletcher say about Wednesday then when he come? Did he say he liked us or like just little daft things like that? But yeah, and Morgan Fox weird, as well. Morgan Fox. And Morgan Fox, yeah. Yeah, both of them went to Stoke, didn't they? So yeah, that's uh, that's going to be going to be good. So go on then. Obviously, I've got that's my centre backs done, but you've got another one, haven't you? So my other centre back were Venancio. Ah, yeah, he was decent. Him, I forgot about him. Yeah, well, but you know what? It's to be honest, James, I did until you see a lot of people because now a lot of people listening, ninety nine percent of people listening won't have seen our Facebook posts and things like that. They'll just be listening to podcasts. Then there's that other one percent that'll see us on Twitter, another one percent that'll see us on Facebook, and all different sort of platform media, but. With um, Facebook, a lot we just put it out there a bit early just to see what people were saying. And Venancio, one of the popular ones, and it rung, rung, rung my bell with him. So all you want to do when you see a lot of people say one name, as you know, same with anything in life. Like you want to, you just want to find someone else. No, he's better. He's better. You want to be the one who thinks. But I couldn't. I couldn't think of anyone better. Venancio was solid. He was a powerhouse. He weren't injured much. I wish we'd have kept him and all. Yeah, looking as I came from that same team that uh, Smedo, that Vittoria Setubal or whatever it is. So. I'm guessing yeah. I don't know if he knew knew Samedo before he come or anything like that, but uh, uh, yeah, he were another one that yeah, like you said, I, I, I thought that he would stay after his after his loan move, but for whatever reason, it never never happened, did it? I um, just someone, Vincent yeah. Sasso. Did he stay on loan? Were he on loan? Because I'm I'm sure he came on loan and signed permanently. Because he was brilliant. I thought he was brilliant. The him, I loved him. I loved his personality in that as well. Don't you think as well? There's so many players that we've had that have just kind of just disappeared. Do you know what I mean? They've just done nothing. So, hey, talking about a, a loan that was absolutely terrible. Ooh, that kid that come from Germany, that 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 Scottish kid, uh, come from. Oh, Germany. Yeah, Reynolds is it? I can't remember what his name were, but he didn't play. I don't think he played a game, did he? He's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, we were. weren't Ryan Reynolds. We weren't fucking Ryan Reynolds. What were we doing? Reynolds. It weren't Mark Reynolds. It were. It were. Yeah, left back off. Yeah, from Hamburg and all that, and all Scottish. Rangers yeah. fans, I'm talking to Rangers fans about him. 
I can't, he obviously made a great impact. I don't think he played, did he? Or he played once. He played in a cup game, I think. That was it. And never, never played ever again. It was like, yeah. just like, what's the point? What's the point? Um, so yeah, that, a little ginger kid, but yeah, go on. Yeah. Uh, so I've got a left back and a right back. I'm, I'll go for my left back first. I was proper struggling with right back, but left back, bit of a naughty one because he did sign for us uh, after uh, Daniel Padil. I've gone yeah, for a left good back. Man. He's just brilliant. See, see, you know now when we say your left back, we've got to regard my so mine as wing, wing backs, yeah. Mine are wing backs. So I've Go gone on, for then. Keith, I've gone for Keith Tracy, and he reminds me a lot of um Ross Wallace in a way. They come from the same sort of team as well. Yeah, they were, they were both a good, a strong, strong opinionated left foot player. Daniel Puddill he's got to be in everybody's team for loan signings. Everybody is fantastic, and he's a fantastic bloke, he's brilliant in every sense, but. I've gone for wing back because he's signed permanently, and, and I've gone for Keith Tracer. Yeah, that's yeah, that another another solid another solid another one again. Back. Someone I'd probably I'd f- forgot about if I'm being perfectly honest. Yeah. But we with Podil, I just can't remember him like not playing. Do you know what I mean? That season, I he, was there. he was just left. But like when you, you know now, when you like look at team and you like who's who's going to play where, who's going to play yeah. where. Literally, when Podil were playing, it were like it were it were almost first name on team yeah. sheet, weren't it? It were Westwood in goal. Put it left back. It yeah, well, it weren't. And the thing is, without James, it's always a Wednesday. Left backs and left backs have always been a regular thing. So right backs have always been a bit dodgy, but you've always had. So you had Tommy Spur, then you had Rita Johnson, then we've had Daniel Padil. Like that's what it's always been. We've always had these solid yeah. left backs. At the minute, we've got no identity there. That's why I'm crying out for one. But yeah, there's two good players there. Uh, Keith Tracy, obviously, like I said, I don't put it every day. We but he were just somebody who came alone and went, which is why I've gone for Tracy. But no, again, the left wing back is left wing back. Just now we're going over to the right, right back. You're going to have your right back, and I've got a right wing back. So yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm proper proper struggling for a right back. I mean, if anyone else can can uh, mention one, I mean, actually, to be fair. I could have gone for Jack Hunt. There you go, Jack Hunt. Jack Hunt because he came and he stayed. I know, well, but the thing like, is, I've, I've got too many of them players that have come on loan and stayed, so I've, I've not, I've not gone. Well, for this Jack is Hunt. why I've done the right wing back because I've gone for Ben Marshall. I'm sure you might have Ben Ten. I bet you might Ooh. have him as right wing. But He's class. This is why I put him as right wing back because at the minute, right wing back to me when I'm looking at it on my phone is three at centre back with them two on left and right pushed up a bit, so they're playing foot. So yeah, yeah I've gone yeah, for yeah. Ben Marshall. Yeah, have you have you listened to that uh, interview that he did uh, on the other podcast? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Talks about Vardy on it, and that's very good. I just yeah. think Ben Marshall is, without doubt, the best loan signing we have ever had. Mm, yeah, uh, I, think. I, I doubt that. I, I'm, there's there's one person that I think's uh, gonna beat that one. Yeah. Come, come on to I know what you're gonna say, on. but Ben Marshall, you've never ever had talk of this player that leaves that one that every single transfer window you speak about him coming back as much as him. Every yeah, single I must time. admit, he's he he, were, he was brilliant. Like, every touch turned to gold, didn't it? Like honestly, yeah. every ball yeah. he put in was just like a worldie. Like, like when he when he signed for us, I was like thinking, "Who the hell is he?" As in, like a, a good thing. Do you know what I mean? Do you know, it was just I, I, why has he come to Sheffield Wednesday? Do you know what I mean? I thought he's he's, he's way too good for for Sheffield Wednesday. But yep. yeah, he were. I think. Um, he didn't stay it like we wanted him to stay, didn't he? After uh, after Christmas and like sign another six months or whatever, but it never happened, did it? Again, like for some some bizarre reason. But yeah, my right back, uh, Tony McMahon, signed two thousand eight from middle from Middlesbrough. Uh, yeah, so you think it's him, James? Is if we're Wednesday United, 
maybe even Rotherham and then Bradford. Like that's how he just came on loan and stayed in South Yorkshire. I can yeah. always remember him against Sheffield United. He made his debut against Sheffield United when we beat him 1 0. And he hit a shot just over the bar. Paddy Kenny went net. And he went, every, just, it was a thunderous strike. And I can just remember him for that, just that little bit. But it, it did seem a bit like good. He seemed good. But yeah, well, I'll probably struggle him for, for right backs. But he came in after Richard Hines broke his leg. The Brian Lowe's side. Si- Richard Hines, Christ, he was rubbish. <laughs> I know, but yeah. So that's hey. that's me. That's me. Right back. I'm, it's just I'm, I'm clutching at straws to to be to be honest. So go on then. Let's go for you. Go next centre mid. So you know for centre mid, I, I've put this because I put stars next to it because these are people people guarantee people have forgot. So you know these aren't my choices, but Graham Kavanagh, right? He looked about he was good in, when he came right up. Yeah, about 50, came on loan with Silver Air and he structured the midfield. I thought he was decent, right? And Steve Watson, Steve Watson, oh, he came you, on loan. You've got to have Steve Watson on just for that goal against United. And he gave us he get that goal against United and the 96 minute equaliser at West Brom away that I went to on Tuesday night when I was at school. Brilliant memories. That guy has given me some good memories. But anyway, my centre midfielders, I've gone for in centre mid, Lopez. Yeah, I've got, I've and got Ross Barkley. Mate, I've, I've got exactly the same Lopez and Barkley. Uh, we'll start with Lopez. Um, Lopez and Barkley. Another one signing from Celta Vigo, didn't we? Or a loan from Celta Vigo. Um, that were, I think that yeah. was one of that was Carlos's first season, weren't it? When we when we signed him. Um, do you know what? We, do you know what? One thing with Lopez, do each. So when we went to, when we went to Wembley in playoff final, again, when you like saying to each other, who, who do you think is going to play? Who's going to start? I didn't think Hutchinson were going to start. I, 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 don't, I still, to this day, don't think Hutchinson should have started that game. I think Lopez should. Because he didn't play, did he, Hutchinson, against against Brighton in both? Yeah, uh, I, I, I do. I do. But at the same time, it, this is another thing, James, like when Tomato was saying everything about as long as Bench is happy. You remember Lopez. I, I don't remember him starting every game. He didn't start every game. Definitely no, didn't, right? No. But he was on bench a lot. But he was always one that was tweeting, I love Wednesday on bench and from the bench and you could see him passionate on touchline. This is what I'm saying about everything every week about the the, the comment Jose Semedo made, how right it was about if the bench is happy, you've got a winning team because you had Lopez coming off bench and he loved coming on, he loved wanting to play him. Then he's celebrating with fans like he did and tweeting his every day and stuff. There was no negative anything with that kid. He was just... They were just, we had brilliant bench players. We had brilliant players on bench that all made an impact when they come on, that all felt part of the team. Yeah, and that, that, that was that year with Carlos. I know, but that partnership with Kieran Lee, they were just solid, weren't they? Kieran Lee just did... Well, they were just Kieran Lee, weren't they, really? And, and uh, with Lopez, he just... I don't know, a bit like a sound Where were Bannon played at this point? He went, he went left, uh, Where left on the side then? of midfield. He went left. Because we didn't have reach midfield, then. We didn't have, no, we didn't have reach, did we, at the time? Oh, did we not? Oh yeah, yeah and they went Ross Wallace on. Yeah, yeah Ross Wallace yeah. on right. He was like a bit of a three, a, 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 a four, two, three, one formation kind of kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah um, Alex Lopez, Ross Barkley, like he was just again when you yeah, sign someone month. from a, I think so. Yeah, but when you sign someone from a Premier League side, he makes you stand up a bit, don't you? Do you know what I mean? You think, oh wow, ooh, you know, who's, who's this kid kind of thing. He must have had something in his, in his contract that said that he had to play every game because I, I think he played 90 minutes in every single match that he was. He scored four, didn't he? I think he scored four because I went to Ipswich away. He scored two at Ipswich. Yeah, we've been that, two yeah. 
Yeah. He scored two, two, two worldy goals, like two great strikes. And then I can remember we wanted to keep him. And then the next went on loan, he went to Leeds just for a month and four games. And then from then on, it's just been Chelsea and Villa, like Chelsea, just up, up, up. But we were, we were asked Barkley, though. He's one of them players that when you saw him, you kind of you kind of knew he was going to go on to better things. Yeah, you knew. It was just a big, it was like a Wayne Rooney, how he looked, how he strutted around, just a big, a big presence on the pitch. Even though he was young, he just that scouse attitude, everything about him, he would have felt brilliant. How old were you when he came? Were you about 18 or something? You know, young, weren't he? I'm not sure. We scored, but first, right, he came in 2000, I think it was 2012 he came. He's yeah, 27 no, yeah. now, so eight years, yes, we were about 19, 18, 19. But when he come right, he scored a penalty at Ullsborough, I can remember that. He scored another goal at Ullsborough. You can remember him scoring in front of Cop, and then he scored two at Ipswich. Which yeah. he would just he would like you know that when you look at him he's six foot two Ross Barkley and it? it won't have it won't have grown that much since Wednesday do you know what I mean since we're eighteen so yeah. you don't remember him being that big you just remember him being a stocky little kid do you know what I mean he's quite tall yeah, yeah so, I, didn't, I didn't think that no no right so uh, obviously you've you've gone gone for your left and right wing backs yeah. but I've got yep. uh, left midfielder um, again another one this this is a bit naughty this one this this is a bit cheeky. Because I've gone for Chris Brunn, and he were only on loan. <laughs> <laughs> you can't loan. do that. <laughs> he were on loan <laughs> for, four, for four games. I think... That's not right! <laughs> um, <laughs> when we spoke to Chris Turner, and he mentioned Chris, Chris Brunn, and he said that, I think that was part of the deal. That's the only way they could get the deal to go through. Sign him on loan, and then sign him permanently, like, straight after. Well, he was took it in. Tuggy came for one game, didn't he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I've gone for Chris Brunt just because, just because, you know, well, Chris Brunt's Chris Brunt, isn't he? Um, you know, that, he's, he had an absolute wand of a left foot, didn't he? Uh, he was like a, like a magician. And I think it's just that season, that that promotion season in Cardiff, you know, going up in playoffs, that I think whenever whenever you, we have good good times and, like, you know, good results and stuff, that then players just kind of stick in your mind. So yeah. for me, left left midfield uh, had to be had to be Chris Brunt, and then on right, pretty much everyone's chosen this player. Uh, obviously, you've not chosen him because we then went to sign him again, Mikel Antonio. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. You, you, know, you know, before we talk about Antonio, before we talk about Antonio, you mentioned it over there, Chris Eagles. Can you remember Chris Eagles when he come from Man yeah. or when we were on loan? He was right pretty boy, weren't he? He was going to be this. Right, right, good, oh God! I wanted him all over my shirts. I wanted him all over. I wanted to paint his name on me and that. I loved him. He, he was, was like, oh my like God. next next Beckham, weren't he? <laughs> he, was unbelievable. he looked he looked unbelievable. But let's forget him. Forget Eagles anyway. Antonio, you know Antonio again. Think about it, right? I can remember when he got slated at Wednesday. They've all we've oh. all had these players that got slated because we've never had with summer. Or there's always summer on with someone. But like we Antonio, it was a powerhouse. We all knew that. It was an absolute powerhouse. And again, I ain't had him because we went on to sign him permanently. That's the only reason I didn't. But I knew when we sold him to Forest, when we signed him from Reading, I knew it was a steal. Then I knew when we sold him to Forest because he weren't consistent with injuries or whatever. I knew we'd, it was too little, too little. And then obviously he's gone on to do better things. But Antonio... Well, you see him now, he's like, he's filled out, hasn't he? He's like... Oh, no, he has, he always, how he talks about Wednesday, he talks about Wednesday so well I've seen his interviews and everything we'll, we'll have him on podcast when he's retired but he's, he's talking about everything about Wednesday and how good that day was he said it was still best best day of his career to to, to now was that day against Wickham when he scored that goal I was just about to say yeah know, you, know like, you, yeah know if you're feeling like crap just yeah. put on that game against Wickham and that goal that he scored and then just kind of remember like how you felt on that on that day. Well, like, it was just like relief, weren't it? It was like a massive sense of relief when that goal went in. 
I, I can remember it because I can remember with Antonio that goal against Carlisle. He talks about it a lot. Anto- Antonio spoke about his time at Wednesday how much he loved. It. I can remember before he left James, before he left his girlfriend, watching his girlfriend on Twitter, and he was getting loads of grief about how much he didn't want to be and how much he weren't playing, and he just got loads of stick before he left. And there must have yeah. been some bad feelings, but they weren't. And he, watching his interviews, it was just about Wednesday, about that day against Wickham and how just that goal and the voice, the noise of the fans out were amazing. Then that Carlisle goal, I can remember the Carlisle goal. It was my 21st birthday. There were about 30 years went to, to, to York for a day session for my birthday. And I can remember being in a boozer and we had to win. We all know that. Carlisle, 96 minute, and we're all in this little crappy boozer. And we just got loads of beers in where we fit next round thinking it's 1-1 and then he scored, Antonio scored and it was 2-1. It was just incredible. What what a day. What a day. When that goalie, that goal again, that goal he scored against Thingy Carlisle and the goal he got scored against Wickham, just two of the best live relive moments of your life. Did you did you like know that Antonio were going to go on and be what he's doing, like do what he's doing now at West Ham? Because no, I, no. I didn't me. I, I, th- I thought he was going to be a good player, but I didn't think he was going to break into Premier League. No, what, when he went to Forest, I think I always knew with someone like him, if he were... I don't know if he stopped getting as many injuries, it would it would make it it'd make it. I think it would when he went to Forest, I hated letting him go, but it was just sort of bad feeling at club at time and injuries and everyone going, Oh god, he's not good enough. And I just I hated it at the time because I felt bad for him. But you, no one could ever predict this, what he's gonna do. No one could have ever predicted this. I know he's, he's picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Class. So, um, so you've got three strikers, haven't you? I've got three up front, yeah. Go on then. Give me, give me, give me one of them then. So before I mention my top three, I'm going to mention somebody that I didn't put in that came on loan, what I absolutely loved. So this, this player, right, who I'm on about, he came on loan, and I don't know if it was his debut when he, when he like played his first game for us, or whether it was his second game or what, but I can always remember away at Charlton, he made 17 appearances for Wednesday on loan from Swansea, Leroy Lita, right? Oh, yes. He came on loan, mate, two months, whatever it were, and... He scored six goals in 17 games. And I remember at Charlton away, Wednesday were losing 1-0 with eight minutes left or something like that. And I don't know if he scored two or when he did that with his fingers, you know, when he did the, the massive thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the, the W upside down, W massive, war, war, whatever. And Re, I think Reader scored as well. We had but Le, Leroy Leeter scored, winner or something. And he just ran over to me, like right on the front row. And we thought we were going to lose and that were it. And we're in Charlton, shittiest away there because we just got battered most of the game. And we've turned it down with eight minutes left and one two one. And he scored, he's run over. And he used to play for Charlton, obviously, as well, didn't he? Yeah, so he yeah. used to play for Charlton alone. He's always scored goals wherever he's been. But that day when he came over and he's done war war with his hand, it, anyway. It was on that it, as well. Don't, don't you think that is like the one of the best feelings ever? Like 90th minute goals. There's a fan. It was, James, I think you were 83 and 88 or something like that. But it was just away from home. You, you, you know, like, you, you go mad when you equalise. Yeah. Like, the only other feeling I have to a game I've been to like that in a way is Birmingham away when we're one, one nil down, 10 minutes left, and then we scored two when Gary Uperich against Barnett went in. And <laughs> yeah. then we've had that tapping and we yeah. scored two in three minutes. Like, the, the feeling's immense. But that one there, believe really, elite, like I say, when it came on loan, we were, we were mid-table where we were, and he scored that goal, and he would just he banged him in for fun when he went to the unknown. And I remember return that, innit? Yeah, yeah. He always did it. He scored. He scored everywhere he went in his career, mate. But he, 
yeah, just when he came along on Wednesday, that would that would hit even well. But he's not in my team. He's not in my team. So my three strikers, I'll name the first one. A lot of people, I bet they've had it. Connor Wickham. Mainly his first spell. Do you know what? Everyone has said, everyone that's put him down, Connor Wickham, the first time he come to us. Like that's what yeah. everyone said. <laughs> yeah, well, have you have you gonna have I, I'm gonna stay in one striker first before well, I've not, I've, yeah. I've not gone, I've not gone for him. So I think we've got, I think we've got the same for next two though. So go on, kind of, Wickham. He were, he were decent, weren't he? He was proper he were decent. decent. The thing is, James, when he come, it was the fact that when he come, he was his big presence. And if it was, he's had the right mentality all his career, Connor Wickham. He's not someone like that's tossed it off when he's been injured. He's wanted to get back fit. He's never been out. He's never been in line life for being a dickhead. He's, he's a good lad. And he came to Wednesday. He's always spoke highly on Wednesday. He came back on loan, obviously last season. If it weren't for injuries, that kid could have been big. He could have been big, like we all know yeah, that. Yeah. Um, no. Even when he got, even when he's got back in his team at in team at Palace, he got that time I can remember he scored two at Man City away when they beat yeah. Man City. And it's just his injuries. It really is, and that's big. That's a big problem, obviously. But yeah, Conor Wickham, that first first loan spell when we beat Leeds six 0 and all that. Oh, just, man, yeah, that really that game with him, that game just were just <laughs> something else, weren't it? That six 0 thrashing. Uh, go on then. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go for the next one, which I think you've got as well. Um, we've had him on podcast. We've already spoken to him. Uh, Neil Mellor. Yep, Neil Mellor. I mean, look, he's, he's the last person to have scored 20 goals in a season for Sheffield Wednesday. Anyone I bet wrong? a lot of people have mentioned him. I bet a lot of people don't mention him, do you? No, because most people, to be fair, have gone for Wickham and then other person that we're going to mention in a, in a second. Yep. But we'll Neil Mellor... <laughs> Neil Mellor he just yeah 20 goals in a season he would just I mean and when we spoke to him what a professional he is like yeah just, fantastic and you know when you think about it as well like you know what like what if we'd have kept him do you know what I mean what if we'd have signed him like permanently or something like that what would, yep. he, what would he have done do you know what I mean he, he, I know you always think of like you know if buts and maybes and stuff like that but he would just you know banging him in for fun like I said scored all them all them goals obviously scored two hat tricks as well he, you know that when you look at that team, even though we didn't, didn't do anything really, um, that team were were class as well. Um, you know, under under Irvine, then and then Megson. Um, yeah, go on then. Do you want to uh, <laughs> trying to mention yeah. the one that I think Ken every Win single Jones, person? Well, Lord Ken Wynn Jones. Oh, Lord. yeah. So Ken Wynn Jones. Before we even talk about him, and we're looking at him earlier, right? So you've got Ross Barkley, who's six foot two. Kenwin Jones is also six foot two. How is that right? That does not make sense. No. Kenwin Jones was 46 foot six when he played for Wednesday. <laughs> he was amazing. And I'll tell you something, James. He scored 77, as we all know. And I scored every I saw every single one of them goals, starting with his debut at Doncaster away. It wasn't a keep boy, it were, what do you call it? What's Donny's old ground call? No. Help you. Bellevue. Yes, yeah. So it was 4 0. Wednesday won 4 0. Steve McLean scored an hat trick. And I remember being in the way and with no roof on it. And we scored it. We went, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just didn't know what was happening because you couldn't tell. We were all cheering, but it was like we were cheering in our house. There was no roof. It, it was weird. But Ken Wynn scored that day when we won 4 0. And then he scored and scored and scored and scored and scored as he did. It was, it was just that moment of time when he played for us. I think Port Vale, I remember him scoring at Port Vale, but he was the one there where. If we in in the history of being a Wednesday fan, if we'd have signed him for whatever money it were, whenever it was, if we'd have had that news that we signed him permanently, it would have been the best ever feeling as a Wednesday fan. Do you know, know what I mean? I mean, thing is, I think yeah, obviously it were amazing and stuff. But that season we went up as well. I think it was like I don't know if we'd not gone up, I think it'd been even worse. Do you know what I mean? If we if we'd yeah. not gone up that season, everyone had been like, oh, we should have signed Kenwin Jones and that. But he were. It was class. I mean, he said he scored seven in seven. If technically he scored seven in six, didn't he? Because he didn't he didn't score in his last 
in his last game, but it was a slight lift. Every, every game he played, you were like thinking, surely he can't score again. Do you know what I mean? And just bang, yeah. bang, scored, scored another one. And you're thinking, Jesus Christ, he's just scoring for absolute fun. I mean, I think he come, but he come just before Christmas, I think it were, weren't it? And then, uh, and then he stayed until the end, end of January. And of course, then went, did he go back? Did he, because Sturrock signed him, didn't he? Was Sturrock, did Sturrock go to Southampton before Wednesday? Or were he there? Over that after, I can't even remember. No, he came to win after Southampton. No, it went. I don't. I can't remember. I can't even remember off the top of my head. Because Kevin Jones come from Southampton, didn't he? I don't know whether it was because because Sturrock had been at Southampton. Before. What do you mean? Where did Kevin Jones come from? No, both of them. Because Sturrock, Sturrock managed Southampton, but I don't know. But where, wait, wait, he were on loan at Wednesday, weren't he? and I can remember when we didn't keep you went to Stoke. Is that what permanently, and then he went back to Stoke, and then Cardiff. But he's another player where he didn't he didn't reach his potential. I think he'll regret. Little things like you know, with Bill Guerra, he said he regretted not staying at Wednesday longer and things like this. Yeah. I think it might be a regret for him that he could have furthered his career properly if he stayed at Wednesday, but I'm not sure. I'm not, we'll never know, will we? Yeah, so I'm just going to quickly just whiz through my team then. And uh, if you want to do the same, so I've got goalkeeper Scott Carson, Hector and Danny Barr as centre backs, Pudil and McMahon as me uh, left back and right back, uh, Ross Barkley, Alex Lopez centre mid, Chris Brunt and Antonio on wing. Uh, and then Kenwin Jones and Neil Meller as me uh, as my strike partnership. Sick. And I'll 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 repeat mine before I do. I just I just three players' names I've wrote down here, just for completely different reasons. So Lazar when he were on loan, Ashraf fantastic. Lazar, yes. Yep. But he were he, again no no impact injuries whatever. He were good. He had potential. So did Aaron's. To be honest, he's remembered think Aaron's. But yeah, yep. him. And then you look at um, Jacob Murphy, what we've never even mentioned last year. He was he was fantastic, but he can't gain above Antonio or Ben Marshall. But again, yeah, he, he were class. Again, yeah. he was a brilliant player. They were he, he, he were a brilliant player. And then the last one, which I think a few people have mentioned online as well, were um, Frank, that Frank Songu, whatever you call him. But he, again, he looked all right. Franco Songu, whatever you call him, he looked all right, but never in my. Yeah, but I've, I've, I'm, I'm going to read some names out that people have mentioned on on uh, on Facebook and Twitter and stuff in a what second. What about Josh Windass for a start? I know, yeah, he's uh, he, he ran loan, but I mean, yeah, I mean, that's Frank Songo, he played 12 games, only scored one goal. So I don't know why people have what about people like Tavernier, James, who was at Rangers. Nah, I can't even remember him being at Wednesday. Tavernier, Tavernier yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he come from Newcastle. But going back to Frank Songo, I he's only played 121 games in his career. Like, do you know what I mean? And according to, and according to Wikipedia, he's only scored three goals. Okay, uh, James, James, <laughs> yeah, I remember getting right. <laughs> on his Wikipedia, I remember getting Royston Drenthe as well on loan when he was with Real Madrid. And he, oh my god, he was uh, amazing! Yeah. Right. Anyway, I'll go through my team quickly. So, go on then. Through my team, I've gone for obviously a different formation. So, I've gone for Carson in net with three centre backs Danny Bart, Michael Hector, Venancio, right wing back Sash going forward, uh, Ben Marshall, and on left, Keith Tracy. And then in mid centre mid, Lopez and Ross Barkley with three up top, Wickham. Kenwin Jones and Neil Mellor. Magic. I mean, I'm just going to quickly uh, read through some of these people that someone that uh, people have mentioned. Uh, I'll try and mention some that we hadn't talked about. Uh, Michael Johnson, defender. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, a couple of people mentioned him. Alex Bruce. That was that. Uh, yeah, no, he went. I can't, I can't have any feelings other than I want to kill him just for everything to do with him and his family. Another one then. Oh, it must have been on a, on a lined up. Uh, Jacob Butterfield. <laughs> yeah, fucking, all right. 
The don't shut up, mate. Move on. There must have been a wind up for that one. Luke Vaughn, eh? I didn't think he was that great. They were crap. He just had pace. He were crap. Uh, right, this, there's one here that I've absolutely, I had no idea who we were, but then I've had to, I've had to look him up. Someone's mentioned Eric McMorde. Now, I've had a look at him. <laughs> Eric McMorde. Now, so obviously, for everyone that's listening, like all these players that we've mentioned, obviously, I know those that listen to us week in, week out, obviously know that we both started really properly you know, following Wednesday from like 2000 onwards, really, that's when we can start re- remembering all these players. We can't remember all, you know, Waddles and Earths and stuff like that. But Jesus, th- this one, Eric McMorder, he's from 1974, right? We signed him from Middlesbrough. And basically, Ken Wynne Jones is the modern Eric McMorder because he-, he played nine games, <laughs> scored six goals. And even, so he, he played as an attacking midfielder. And, a- and a- according to our good friend, Wikipedia, we got relegated that year and he ended up being leading goal scorer with six goals. <laughs> he must have been shy that year. 1974. I mean, Wikipedia could be totally wrong and I can't remember back to 1974. I'm sure some people that are listening were probably there that, that year. But yeah, Eric McMorder. Like, anyway, right, well, there you go. That's another one. Hey, now then, another person we forgot about that you could have had is uh, Miguel Liera. Yeah. He went loan. Uh, first, uh, Benicophobe. He was shy. shy Adam, Adam Boulder. Now you'd have you don't. The only reason why you'd pick Adam Boulder is for them two goals that he scored against United. That is, the, yeah. that you just have him in for, just for that. That alone is like. And then yeah. uh, those other ones I've got. I think we mentioned a lot of ones. Yeah, Emmy Martinez, James Tavernier, and Keith Treacy. Who you uh, who you picked? But now yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think that's We're covered a lot. Yeah, to be fair, them t- the, the the two sides that we've picked. I mean. Go on then. I'm going to put you on spot here. I'm going to put you on spot here. If you can have any any of them players that you've uh, that you've chosen, like how they were at Sheffield Wednesday, if you could have them for next season, who would you have? Which just one player? That's a good question. When you said one player, because you know I have to do this now. I, I, how can I choose between someone like Kenwin Jones? Yeah. How can you put him against someone like Ben Marshall? Who the impact he'll have on a game? But then again. Someone like Mello will score every goal, but then a keeper like Carson won't—it's hard to do. But I think you've got to just say you have to. Well, look, even Barclay. The, how can you answer this? I think I've got to just say Kenwin Jones because if you could have any one player back now, how do we have on loan? And if he's going to score seventy-seven, right, that means he's going to score fifty-six in fifty-six, which means he's going to score nine hundred twenty-nine in nine hundred twenty-nine, which yeah. means we are winning Europe, we're winning Champions League, and we're winning World Cup. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd have to say, I'm going to be boring. I would have to say Kenwin Jones as well. I mean, if like you said, it's all right having Ben Marshall whipping him in. And I think, uh, to, just touching on next season, if if Barry, if Barry Bannon is still there, I think we'd have the same problem. Like what I'm going to say, Barry Bannon, you know, Barry Bannon, same as Ben Marshall. If he's whipping these crosses in, it's all right, good and well whipping him in. But you've got to have someone on Enderham putting him away. And if you haven't got that yep. someone on Enderham putting him away or looking for these passes that he's that he's making. Then it's absolutely no point, is there? So, so yeah, for me, Kenwin Jones uh, absolutely nailed on. That's that's the, if I had to choose one. Uh, make sure everyone um, gets involved, like I always with this. Um, I just I want to say something to you now, James, just because. Go on then. I have a lot of people message me about talking points and stuff like that. We already speak about this every. I must have had again. Un, I've had over hundred. I've had over hundred since our last podcast. Um, I have people message me, oh, do you really think this? Do you really think that? Disagreeing with things. And I love that. We both do. But this guy, he's messaged me, called Edward Jepson. And he's right, you know, and he's 
He's mentioned me saying, right, you spoke before with loans and stuff. Can I ask you a question for a talk, talking point over an upcoming pod? And I says, it depends what it is, simply. And he's, and he's replied, you spoke to Laws, and the reason I'm reading the title is because I thought this myself. You spoke to Laws and Turner, who have expressed an interest in assisting Wednesday in any way they can. Turner, particularly as old CEO, CEO roles uh, in the past, should the club look into... Anyway, so he's basically saying, and then at the end of it, he said, also someone like Megson, shouldn't he be considered for this type of position? There's no no doubt in his passion, his skill set. In the long story short, right, from what Edward said there, going back to... Josie Semedo, going back to me on the podcast saying, why don't we have people like this now in the backroom staff? Mm. It's, it, James, surely he's, he's right with someone like that. Yeah, why I don't mean, we have these people now involved in the backroom? I know, yeah, you, you, you bang right, really. Like, to be fair, at the, right at this moment in time, I'd take anyone. Like, I, I, don't, I think we just need someone advising Chan Siri. Now, if, that, you know, Chris Turner, Gary Megson, all them, you know, them people, Brian Laws, they've got a love for the club. For them, it won't just be a job. Do you know what I mean? It won't just be another job and then they'll just move on to another club and another club. For them, you know, the, the Sheffield Wednesday through and through, they've got like the best interest of, of Sheffield Wednesday. They're not just doing it to take a wage. So for, for me, yeah, absolutely. Why, why not get someone like, you know, Chris Turner? He showed as well that um, during his time at Wednesday when he was manager, he didn't have a, he didn't have a big budget to work with. We're not going to have a big budget now, so he's done it before. Do you know what I mean? He's he's brought the likes of Steve McLean in and Lee Bullen and stuff like that. I feel like that 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 um, Brian Law. Well, between them, they've, you know, they've, they've they've brought them players in that nobody else would think think they brought about. these memories. They brought our memories. They have brought our memories. Todd Gates, Dion Burns, all these players. They brought our good memories. Yeah, and some of them you wouldn't like. This is what I'm, I've said. I said this to someone uh, the other day, like. When we're going into going into next season, we need to like get rid of his ego and stuff. Like we're going to be signing players that we don't know anything about. Do you know what I mean? We're not going to be signing these like well-known players and stuff. We're going to be signing total nobodies from from Scotland, from Wales, or from our lower leagues that are going to do a job for us. And we've got to kind of stop looking at like all the past and going, "Oh, he's crapping. He's only he's only scored two in forty games and stuff like that." Just forget about it all because we're not going to sign these you know world-class players in League One. And and going back to it again, this is you know the the fact of like Chris Turner, Brian Laws, Jose Semedo, they've Glenn Luvens, they've done these podcasts right because they're passionate about Wednesday. They wanted to talk to us. They're passionate about Wednesday. So you know, getting getting Chris Turner in now, he would come in. Getting Brian Laws in, he would come in. Jose Semedo now at the other end of the phone, he would move to Sheffield tomorrow and start working at Wednesday. Like yeah, that that right now as a Wednesday fan and everyone listening to this. There's no one that would disagree. There's nobody that can tell me now listening to this podcast that they disagree. If we brought Tomato in now as a midfielder coach, assistant, youth manager, anything, right? If we brought him in to the back to the club now, anybody would go, oh, I don't agree with that. You everybody would agree. Yeah, you know, you said about there, like assistant youth coach. I, I, I just had Tomato thinking when you were talking then about Tomato, and I was thinking, what, what, where would he fit in? And for me, he'd fit in with with youth team, just like his passion and stuff, and and telling you know telling all other kids about what it's like to play at Hillsborough in front of all them fans and stuff. For me, I, I, I yeah, I definitely have him in in youth so hundred hundred where, million where percent. Wherever we'd have him, just get him at the club. So even he's around around the boys around the players when they're walking in. When there's negativity, he's there to pick it up. Chris Turner to have a look at, overlook everything. 
Brian Laws to look at these new signings, fresh signings, not maybe as a manager, just as a as a ad- advisor, like a, a scout, anything. Let's just get play, play people in that are passionate about Wednesday that are coming on these podcasts to talk to us because they like Wednesday and they enjoy Wednesday and just get a good vibe going again and start from start just start from the bottom and make our way up again and just start with a new new structure. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I can't really, uh, I can't really disagree with what you're saying there. To be, to be fair, and if you know, if if anyone else has got any any questions or any talking points that you want us to talk about, then uh, just do exactly what he's done and, uh, and and get in touch with us. And obviously, we will uh, we will talk about it definitely. Yeah. It's not that I don't want to talk about anyone else's. By the way, I've had loads of messages, and it's not because I don't find them interesting or like that. It's just that one in particular there stuck with me because I agree with it completely. So, in. Re- Coming up weeks, James, um, we're going to be talking to fans, aren't we, about the best away days and stuff, the best stories, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, like you just said there, away days or, you know, funny memories or or even just memories from, from past years or whatever, just anything that you want to want to share with us. Uh, obviously, do make sure it's interesting. <laughs> that's so main, do it now. That's so thing. after you've listened to this podcast, message me or James. So James at Mapping, Jamie Howcroft on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, tweeters, Facebook, anything you want just get in touch and tell us your best story of an away day somebody messaged me the other day about Tommy Craig um, who used oh, to be yeah. in Cora about when they saw him getting pissed up there's loads of things like I said we'll choose the best ones but we're going to have four fans maybe five fans on next week's podcast telling us these stories we're going to get a few fans involved so this is next week's episode which we'll be recording next weekend so when this comes out Monday morning it'll be recorded Friday, Saturday coming up. So, anyway, get in touch with us. Let us know your stories. We'll put posts out there as well, telling you to get in touch with us to remind everyone. But think about stories, even if it's made up. Make sure it's made up brilliant, so that it makes a good hearing on the podcast. Just before we go, then, Jay, mate, go on. Just let's get, let's give a bit of a flavour of what we're after. So, what what would your a little, a little snippet of like uh, your like best or one of your away days well, that, you've, that you've been on? For a start, James, we spoke about in our opening episode, didn't we? So when I've gone to Millwall away and I've had all, I, I don't know, I've, I've had all hooligans looking, I'm 16-year-old, all hooligans looking at me, doing like, I'm jackets, come on in, all this, I'm going, hey, and then um, police moved to the side, so there were a bit of a gap for them to get through, and I've obviously pegged it the other way, little things like that, then we got bricked on way back, then going and sitting in Bristol City end, when yeah. I were a Wednesday fan, sitting in that Bristol City end and winning 3-2 and having to keep a straight face, going in the Stavey stations after Millennium Stadium and seeing all players pissed up and going on escalators, like even David Lucas said he remembers that, an escalator and yeah. loads. Of I've got millions. One, so one, one I've got, um, it's not really best, it's just a bit of a bit, bit different. It's, I went to Birmingham away. You know, when you come out of Birmingham, you come out of like same as uh, home fans, don't yeah. you? Yeah, you know I mean? it's you a wall, a little wall. turn left. And on the left-hand side, there were like a, a metal fence that were like a, a, a temporary fence that had been put up. And there were people like jumping over it, throwing fists over it and stuff like that. And then uh, all coaches were just parked on the right-hand side and they're all like parked, staggered, like as they were going forward. I can remember just getting onto coach. Next minute, a brick comes past coach, just in front, just misses front of our coach and smashes a uh, window on coach at Ciderus. Um And the next minute, fence, uh, gates just closed and then uh, that way we were in the end till about half seven, eight o'clock. Because yeah. they know, you know what old, 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 play, old fans were they wait on that like dual carriageway, don't they? At the bottom of the hill, actually. Well, just on that game, 
So we used to we used to go with remember remember Shannon at uh, yeah. school. Shannon Marsden. Shannon Marsden, yeah, shout out if he's listening. Um so we used to go with Parker Tell and his dad used to drive coach. Um, yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, was... <laughs> yeah. So we uh, we, we, we you park, I remember parking like miles away, must have been at the bottom of that dual carriageway. Anyway, walking up. And this uh, this Birmingham fans getting it large, walking backwards like you know with arms up in air, like come on, all this lot. Um, and one of the kids who were on coach, he was ran behind him and knelt down. So as he's walking backwards, decked it yeah, over him. I, love like, him. <laughs> I think class. James, just talking, thinking back to that night because you've just reminded me. It was like when that happened. I can remember this wall because it was this guy who kept jumping up. And as we were jumping up, we were trying to punch him and trying to hit him. He were like, you know, when you're an arcade, you've got dodgems and you've got them little <laughs> them little moles that pop out yeah. a little and you're like, I've been trying to whack him with hammer right quick. He was like that with the edge jumping up and you're like trying to whack him before they go back down. He went, it was quite funny, but that's what it reminds me of. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. That's what it was, that's what it was like. That's what it was like. But it was a bit, I wouldn't say scary, but it was, well, it was more annoying more than anything. Because it didn't go home well right late on that uh, on that day. But yeah, if you've got your stories. Please, you know, tweet us, Facebook, Instagrammers, whatever, whatever it is, and uh, and yeah, we'll get you, uh, we'll get you on next either Friday or Saturday when we uh, when we record this next next episode. I've enjoyed that, mate. Yeah, good. That I mean, obviously, we you know, like I said, uh, we're going to be you know providing more uh, interviews and stuff as we go along. Just one thing I want to mention as well. Obviously, at the start of this uh, episode and, and whilst it's been going on, you'll notice some some adverts. It's, must admit, it's not something that we wanted to do, but uh, obviously, like we've said before, it's not free to to do this podcast. There is costs associated to it, so obviously, those adverts were you know helping us financially. We've got some other things coming, um, that, you know, ways that you can help us as as well. So uh, just yeah. keep your eyes peeled for those. Thanks for all the support again, James. To everybody, everybody saying to us, it's not even we keep apologising, and people keep messages saying, I don't know why you keep saying sorry for it. You should be making money from it. You're giving fans this. You're giving fans that. And I think it's just because we can't believe it. Do you know what I mean? We can't believe that. But but we are, aren't we? So it's, it's happy. It's, it's good. So thanks for all support again, as usual. We'll speak about things that would help us out money-wise again in future. And um, we've got so much coming up over this season. We had so many messages, didn't we, saying, I'm so glad you're lot. You're not stopping the podcast through summer. I know. Like they thought we were going to stop. No, we're not. We're going to do it every week. We've got a thing coming up now. So we've got Danny Bart. Should we name a few of them we've got coming up? So we've done Mickey Gray. Yeah, Mickey Gray, we've got Tommy Miller as well. Tommy Miller, yeah. Well, you did Tommy Miller while I was at work. Yeah, and then we've also uh, got another another couple uh, couple coming up. Uh, Richard O'Donnell. Richard O'Donnell, one of our old friends who speaks to us about at school, which will be brilliant to catch up with him. Then we've got Lewis McMahon. I, I can't wait for him. Lewis McMahon, a few fans might listen, might have remember Lewis McMahon, but he, he was at Wednesday for a short while. Um, scored that goal against Blackpool, didn't he? Yep. They're also, he's now living in Australia. He's just had a baby. Um, He's got some great stories about where does he apparently. Uh, then we've got Danny Bart coming up as well, obviously. Yeah, Danny Bart, and then we've also uh, we've also got Graham Lee as well, Matt Hamshaw. We've got loads, mate, loads, loads coming up, and there's even more that we that we perhaps we're not confirmed yet. So uh, so yeah, stay tuned for all those. There, I can't wait for to uh, to record those ones. Same. Keep listening, everyone. Thanks for listening. Speak soon. Yeah. Cheers, guys. See you later. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.